When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the show, we swing across the multiverse and learn a little bit more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. I'm Lawrence, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Yeah, hi, I'm Dan Kavazdin of the Amazing Spider Talk podcast. And Lawrence, I can't be, uh, I can't express enough uh, how excited I am to join you today. Oh yeah, dude, I'm super, super excited to uh, have you on the show. We, uh, Decided to go with the PS4 Spider-Man this season, and so we have been really trying to reach out to comic book podcasts, and you were, like, top of my list. <laughs> well, that's very kind <laughs> of you. Well, you, you chose a good game to talk about, so, uh, so yeah, I'm excited to join you. I mean, I've been playing this thing ever since it came out, you know, just get my Spider-Man card in, you know, uh, it's like I got to swing around the city every now and again. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm still playing it. I think I beat that game like a ungodly amount of times (laughs) at this point um and so so today on this episode we kind of want to you know while still following our our standard lore party theme we kind of want to branch out a bit and bring in the uh comic book aspect of uh spider-man because you know i mean that's that's the foundation that's where all this content comes from and i mean you know that is also your expertise yeah, it's a weird thing to talk about a comic that's based on a video game that's based on a comic if you really want to take <laughs> that. Like, that's like the, the smallest number of connections that you, you could make here. You know, you could really stretch it out if you wanted to. But like, yeah, it's like a comic once removed from a comic. <laughs> right. And so so on this episode... um what we want to talk about is uh, the amazing spider. Sorry, the PS4 Spider-Man game uh, kind of introduced this sort of interesting dynamic between Peter Parker and you know one of his um, like you know his most recognizable nemesis, uh, Doctor Octopus or Otto Octavius. Um, like you know, instead of taking that just the hero and villain roles, you, we see like a different a side of things where. Otto is actually a mentor to Peter and he and Peter are working together at this, you know, startup trying to use technology to save the world. Uh, And then on, on the other side of the spectrum, you know, we also have uh, the superior Spider-Man comic book series where we see Otto take over Peter's body and take over the mantle of Spider-Man, you know, in his, in his own way. And we have these two characters kind of come together at one point, um, you know, in the uh, Spider-Geddon comic book series. And we see that, um, you know, we, we kind of see that this this dynamic that's built up between the two 
kind of comes to a head there where um, Peter having, you know, just freshly defeated Dr. You know, our Otto and, and still has these kind of like mixed feelings about everything. And where we have Otto Octavius as Spider-Man who is still influenced by Peter's conscience, you know, trying to be a superhero in the way that he feels best, best protects the world or best protects, you know, his city and everything. Well, for the first introduction of this Marvel Spider-Man from the PS4 uh, into the pages of a comic, I don't think it could appear in a more complicated scenario. Like if if, if you were reading this comic, Spider-Geddon number zero, not even number one, number zero, uh, if you were reading this for the first time without having read a comic before, which I, I largely think is probably a huge part of the audience because they're trying to get some kind of crossover appeal. Like, I have to think that it would be pretty confusing for a lot of people, because um, not only do you have the weight of understanding all of Marvel's Spider-Man on the PS4, there's this whole complicated thing with Superior Spider-Man, which actually had already ended at that point. So this isn't even really the primary Superior Spider-Man. It's like a clone of that character from another dimension. Then you've got the weight of this being a sequel to the comics version of Spider-Verse which isn't the same as the movie version of Spider-Verse. It's got these, like, inheritors, villains, and s secret scrolls, and all kinds of stuff. So, like, you're jumping in here. Now, I, I think writer Christos Gage does a pretty good job of bringing you into that universe, but it's a, it's a tough task, right? <laughs> you're, you're being told all this information when you're just like, I like hitting the X button and punching guys. You know, suddenly I have to kind of face off with all this comics minutia. And oh, yeah. uh, I think that's one of the challenges of people face when they get into comics is like they want to understand it all. And this is a big pill to swallow. Um, but you kind of got to just roll with it. Everybody's comic is somebody's first comic. So you're you just kind of go with it. That's totally true. Like the I think probably the the confusing thing that I can see for most people coming into this is that um, they have to memorize all the different Earths, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earth 1408 rolls right off the tongue. Right. And then it's like Earth 616 is Earth 616, which is like, you know, the, the main Earth. Uh, and then you have like PS4 Spider-Man. And so PS4 Spider-Man is your first intro to like Spider-Man series. You would think that that's the main Earth. But yeah what 1048 now like a lot of a lot of they they put a lot of trust in uh the fan to do the research because even some of the inheritors um the inheritors in uh was it more moreland moreland yeah that uh you know goes back to like the spider-man the other series which is is one of uh one of my favorite uh is, is one of my favorite series of spider-man and uh -huh. like the other was like my favorite variant of Spider-Man, even though it was very short lived. I liked the powers that he had. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, he just gets referenced in the series. It's very convoluted because there's nothing yes. that you associate more with Spider-Man than multiple dimensions and, and cross dimension hijinks and vampires that want to drink your totem spirit. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm now I'm getting all cynical. I, I like a lot of the elements involved with Morlin, especially the first story where he appears coming home. I think it's one of the 
best Spider-Man stories ever. And that's um, Amazing Spider-Man Volume 2, Number 30, where you can find that. Um, now we're getting into multiple volumes of this comic, and it's all kinds of crazy. Um, but, uh, you know, check that out. It's the start of the J.M. Straczynski run. It's a great comic, and you don't need to know much about Spider-Man. But, you know, it gets insanely complicated from there, where you're getting with, like, spider totem powers and all kinds of stuff, which you, which you like. Great. That's that's great. Um, <laughs> I, I tend to think that some of this stuff strays a little bit too far away from the core of what makes Spider-Man like the character we we like. But, you know, uh, I guess the other joy of Spider-Man is he's endlessly adaptable and, you know, the rubber band will we'll stretch and stretch and stretch until it snaps right back to center and we get our normal Spider-Man back again. And uh, yeah, I think, I think that's what's great about the PS4 Spider-Man is he seems so immediately familiar as like the Spider-Man we all know and love. Right. And um, so kind of so going back to the, the whole relationship with, um, with him and Otto Octavius. So we see in the game, you know, they, they do take on that like mentor student relationship and Spider-Man, you know, he trusts him like Dr. Ot, uh, you know, Otto actually designs his suit, the suit that we see in the game and the suit that he continues to wear in the comic book. Um, and so they have that history together, um, you know, on the superior Spider-Man side, they're still enemies, still very much that traditional you know, Peter uh, or Spider-Man versus Dr. Octopus um, kind of like back and forth. We see that uh, Doc, Dr. Octopus actually manages to steal Peter's body through a really kind of crazy, that was like a really intense <laughs> couple chapters there at the very beginning. Um, so he ends up taking Peter's body. Peter tries to take his body back, but isn't successful, but manages to leave a piece of his conscience and he really teaches, you know, Otto about, you know, what it is to be Spider-Man. So Otto vows to take on that mantle of being Spider-Man, but in his own way. So we get into this, this whole, um, like, Spider, Spider-Geddon series. And like we said, it's a crazy, it's a crazy series. If you like Into the Spider-Verse, give it a, give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah, Superior Spider-Man basically is like, I'm going to create a bunch of clones of myself using the inheritor technology which doesn't seem like a good idea in comic books and it turns out to not be a good idea and so we i wish that idea hung around a little bit longer I, there there's the there's the what is it the <laughs> superior octopus issue yeah. and uh i thought that was a really great issue and i was like oh i hope that this is the status quo for this character this like immortal spider-man character but no it was immediately undone but it, but it was fun it was fun while it lasted Yeah. We see, um, we see Otto kind of, uh, well, we see Otto create this problem and like recruit other Spider-Man to other Spider-Man and Spider-Women to basically take care of everything. So it's a whole multiverse jumping adventure. Like you have different teams of Spider-Man doing different things at different times to resolve this issue. Ultimately, like it, it begins with Peter or, or Spider Spider getting zero. We see uh, the PS4 Spider Man, you know, kind of doing his thing, uh, going to stop a bank robber, the Tarantula. They have you know their their back and forth, their battle, and then the Superior Spider Man just 
sort of shows up out of nowhere and is like, I need your help. Um, what are your, do you, do, what are your thoughts? Like have, having gone through the series, like, do you feel like, um, that kind of affected their dynamic in the comic books or did they like kind of, kind of build that out? Cause I know at one point towards the end, like we had, you know, when, when the superior Spider-Man is, is handing over Ben Riley to the inheritors and, um, like, you know, they, they don't know it's like actually a trick, but it seems like the uh, 1048 Spider-Man goes, go, kind of goes back and forth with trusting, trusting the superior Spider-Man. Like he even says when, when they first meet, he's like, you know, I've had my dealing with my dealings with Otto Octavius. So it's, I've, I also found that, that part, uh, interesting. So like they, even though that, you know, he has this, this like history with Otto and like Otto has inspired him. There are this, there are these, uh, points where it's like, well, Otto is also a villain and I don't really trust Otto Octavius at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I think trust issues are kind of probably core to this, you know, PlayStation four version of Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, I think when we were all playing that game, everybody playing it was like, oh, this is not going anywhere good with Otto Octavius. <laughs> I mean, like that villain reveal, I don't think surprised anybody. I think the bigger surprise is that Norman Osborn doesn't ultimately gear up as the Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, we're saving that for the sequel, obviously. Um, at least I, I, I would imagine that we're going to get there at some point. But uh, and that, that final tease, whatever the hell that Venom suit thing was. Um, but anyway, um, so I think, I think trust issues are kind of core to that character, especially in regards to, uh, his relationship with Otto. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, you know, like not only did a lot of people in the city die, his aunt died, you know, like there's a lot of things that would make him a, a little bit anxious. And ultimately the knowledge that like Otto knew that he was Peter all along. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going on there and, you know, the kind of core um, question, you know, at the heart of Spider-Geddon is similar to that of the game and a lot of Spider-Man comics. And it's a question that I think is kind of like a little overdone in the pages of Spider-Man, which is like, how far will Spider-Man go to kind of stop crime? And will he ultimately kill someone so that he doesn't have to deal with it again? And, you know, in the comic series in Spider-Geddon and in Spider-Verse, these inheritor Characters are basically these unkillable, like godlike characters that will do nothing but kill to get what they want. And it's like the Joker, right? Like, can Batman kill the Joker in order to stop any future deaths? Or would killing the Joker make him not a hero anymore and just as bad as the villain? It's kind of a tortured uh, storytelling trick because, like, I, I don't know. I, I there's a certain point where the character starts to seem kind of dumb for not yeah. <laughs> stopping these villains in any, in any way. So like ultimately this, you know, Spider-Geddon is about two teams of spider people, one led by the superior Spider-Man who is like ready to kill the inheritors. And one, I think led by Spider-Man India, if I, if I remember correctly, or, or it's Spider-Britain um, who doesn't want to kill them. Um, yeah. And Spider-Man PS4 seems kind of caught in the middle, which I think makes him a good kind of um, uh, character whose perspective we can kind of see the world through as he kind of oscillates back and forth between his perspective on how he wants to handle it. And you're right. Like there's a trust issue with Superior Spider-Man where he ultimately thinks that like 
he is willing to sacrifice other spider people in order to def- to kill the inheritors. But that trust, you know, he confronts him on it and ends up being misplaced. There is a kind of grander scheme at work, which is very Otto Octavian uh, of him. Um, so I don't know. I mean, to me, at least it's a it's a it's a sensitive and accurate portrayal of like what that character would be like after going through the events of Marvel's you know, uh, Spider-Man on the PS4, which is a guy that like has this image of Otto that has been tarnished specifically with trust issues to, to a pretty extreme degree that I, I don't think he would be that trusting of, uh, of an Otto or someone who claims to be Octav- Otto Octavius that looks like Spider-Man, you know, like it, it, the trappings or the, the visual appearance isn't really enough to kind of offset what he knows about who this person is no matter what form they take. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a, that's a really good point too. Cause like he does mention like, you know, I lost a lot when they first meet. Um, and I think it's going back a little bit to what you said. Um, you know, they, they kind of do put the PS4 Spider-Man in the middle of all of this during this conflict. And I think it's funny and it's interesting to mention at the very beginning that he was more, it's, it felt like he was more on the uh, superior Spider-Man side even though he didn't, it never seemed like he was just like ready out the gate, willing to to kill these inheritors. I think it was that um, he knew he the guy. Not, yeah, it was like, well, I, you know, I don't necessarily trust Otto, but I think like Otto could have been a good guy, and like you're an Otto, so yeah, it, he's like he's really dynamic because it's like I trust you, but I don't trust you. I like you're what Otto could have been, and that's awesome but you're also like willing to kill people and I'm not going to do that. I don't really think that's necessary. Right. But we also ultimately end on the most Spider-Man. I Spider-Man solution. (laughs) (laughs) We turn them all into babies and they get raised without terrible parents or terrible parenting and, and abuse and whatnot. And so problem solved. It is a very weird answer to the problem, but th- right. I think the writers were like, we're kind of backed into a corner here because we can't have Spider-Man kill all these characters. So we've got to find some bizarre alternate <laughs> solution. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break here, but stick around. We'll be right back. Ironically, that's a Spider-Man pun. Hey, everyone. I'm Abu. And I'm Leo. And we're here to tell you about Gamjabar, our brand new podcast all about Dune. Gamjabar is your guide to Frank Herbert's massive sci-fi universe. We'll be exploring the, the themes, philosophies, and characters found in everything from Frank's iconic novels to the adaptations on film and TV. And here's the thing. We do spoiler-filled deep dives as well as introductory non-spoiler episodes. So there's something for everyone. You know, look, Dune is complicated. There are crazy words like like Mintats, like Tleilaxu, and of course, Gom Jabbar. Our goal is to help you understand these words and many more that we can't pronounce. <laughs> it's a theme. Uh, so find Gom Jabbar on your favorite podcast platform. We can't wait to share our love of the Dune universe, and we'll see you on the Golden Path. I think what I like about Spider Geddon is uh, it takes what what we saw in like the PS4 Spider Man games where we have Peter Parker having this mentor student relationship with Otto Octavius, 
and you know all the things that come from that good and bad um and how it affects him and then we have we bring in the superior spider-man who is the exact opposite it's just you know hey we have we're the the have the same kind of like hero villain relationship and then it kind of gets flipped on its head and i end up being like this guy's conscience um so to speak like we see those two meet up in the first issue and i just feel like it was super deliberate because it was like well we've done something very different to the these characters like we've affected them like way outside of the the uh relationship between Otto octavius and spider-man and and you know any other series that we've had so far um, and now, like, let's see what happens when they not only meet each other, but are put in a position where they need to help each other. So, you know, they have to take these these complicated relations, like relationships they have with one another. One being like, I stole your body. The other one being like, you know, you, you were my mentor, but you like betrayed me and killed a large portion of the city and my aunt. Yeah, I think it's a really clever way to utilize these characters. I mean, the writer Christos Gage, I think, you know, wh- however he was approached to create the Spider-Geddon or Spider-Verse sequel, which I think at one point Dan Slott, the writer of the first Spider-Verse, had kind of like plotted generally. And then when he left writing Spider-Man, he kind of passed the story on to someone else. But I think, you know, whether that was Christos Gage's idea or not, it, it was a clever utilization of this kind of dynamic. I mean, I, I I would have to imagine that like the inclusion of Spider-Man from PS4 was a last minute addition. And yeah, you're, you're right. Noticing these character dynamics and that they would fit together was, was clever. And I, and I think really well handled. Um, And so, you know, I, I think kind of hats off a tip of the hat or whatever the phrase is to Christos Gage for acknowledging that. And I think kind of, improving on both characters in the process, kind of giving us a nice moment for both of them. Yeah. Especially like kicking off a comic book series. Like, cause you know, we see it, it's not really needed. No, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely not needed, but it was like so powerful and it added to the story overall. Cause we could have wrapped the story up in the same way without actually having those two even acknowledge that there is this dynamic between them or, you know, there's this like weird history. Like, because, you know, doesn't have to neither. Neither of them had to take off their masks. Yeah. And and hey, you know what? Marvel looking for a big sales boost to their big event that e- Spider-Man <laughs> event that year was like, hey, you know, um, we're relaunching Amazing Spider-Man with Nick Spencer writing it. But we need to give this book a little bit of a kick. Why don't we bring in that audience from the PlayStation, that huge audience from the PlayStation and those who might be interested? It's actually the kind of thing I wish would happen more, which is like. I feel like Marvel doesn't often capitalize on the the fact that like Spider-Man is in the movie theater this week. Hey, here's a comic book for you people like who maybe have never read a comic before to kind of get involved in this new medium. I think it's a real missed opportunity and here they at least seized on that opportunity. And I think, you know, the the Gamerverse didn't last more than a couple of years, but like, you know, if it brought in even just a handful of new comics readers, you know, uh, I think that's a real like net boom for, for the industry, you know, comics, a kind of in- increasingly niche industry of, of things, you know? So uh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm always happy to bring in, in new people into the, the industry and medium that I love. All right. So 
looks like we're we're gonna wrap it up here. But before we go, uh, Dan, do you want to uh, you know plug your podcast, plug anything you have? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm the co-host of a, of a Spider-Man podcast called The Amazing Spider Talk, which you can find anywhere you find podcasts. It's um, kind of a, a, a historical look at the character. So if you were listening to this show and you were like, what the hell is an inheritor? What is a spider getting? What, you know, like all this <laughs> stuff, you know, uh, our show kind of starts from the very beginning of Spider-Man and goes season by season, topic by topic through the history of the character. So if you, whether you're like, like a hardcore Spider-Man fan or you're new to it, there's kind of something there for you. And we have interviews with all these creators. So today we talked about Christos Gage, who wrote parts of the Spider-Man video game and, uh, and also wrote Spider-Geddon and wrote Amazing Spider-Man for a while. Um, we've had him on the show talking about his work. We had the voice of Spider-Man from the PlayStation 4 game, Yuri Lowenthal, on the show. And I did, I think, like a nearly a two-hour interview with him. So if you want to know anything about like the behind the scenes of that, um, we have a whole episode about that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we are kind of we're reviewing the new comics, old comics, we're going through the history of the character. Um, it's kind of a little bit of something for everybody. Um, so if you kind of want to know more about Spider-Man, you know, check out season one and, and work your way through our show. I think uh you'll learn a ton. And then before you know it, you can re-listen to this episode and know exactly what we're talking about and you'll be the Spider-Man expert. And uh, yeah. So anyway, that's the amazing spider talk podcast. And uh, we hope you'll join us there and uh, on our journey through everything Spider-Man. Well, that about wraps it up. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple podcast. It really helps us grow the show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at lore underscore party and check out our YouTube page for fun bonus videos and highlights. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. You know, side note, I was like rereading this recently and I was wondering if, and this is a total long shot and I also don't feel like this is actually going to happen, but he left when, you know, PS4 Spider-Man, 1048 Spider-Man leaves the the dimension yeah. to go and help or leaves their their multiverse or their universe to go and help the multiverse like he doesn't take miles with him and he's just like you know don't do anything crazy but protect the city and then you have like the miles uh like expansion you right know, standalone game and so i was like maybe i had the same i had the same thought although um correct me if i'm wrong the the Miles Morales game is supposed to take place like several years after the events of the original Spider-Man game. Is that correct? I think. <laughs> I think. I think so too. Like, I think he, Miles is a little more established, but still learning the ropes. I mean, he certainly has a costume and stuff that we've seen. Um, so I don't know, but I had the exact same thought that you did. I doubt that they're going to be like, "Oh, Peter's not here because he's." fighting vampiric demons in another dimension. <laughs> uh, but uh, you never know. That would be right. strange. That would be strange. I think most people that played that game would be like, what now? I, and I think some people would only appreciate it because they'd be like, does this mean we're getting the superior Spider-Man suit? <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. I would like that. I would very much like that.